Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. Where listeners vote and everyone dies. Listen and die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm here with Fro <laughs> and America's favorite guest host, Matt. Wow, it's great to be back. It feels like it's been ages. Yeah, you haven't been on this show in a bit. Yeah. I I, I hope my list is top-notch. I hope so, too. Some might say it's been a coon's age. Wow. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I don't know. Probably got racist connotations yeah, to it. sounds like it. That's fine, though. Fro doesn't care. Coming from Fro, so well, I'm I mean, not surprised. It, it is an actual term, but... Yeah. That doesn't make it not a racist term. <laughs> I don't think it normally is. Yeah, well, here we are. <laughs> now we're all here. Uh, what have you been up to, Matt? Uh, I've been podcasting. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> With who? <laughs> no, I would never do that to you guys. Uh, you know what? Uh, since the last time I've been on this show, I've uh, been to Disney. Mm. Um been looking at houses to buy. Uh, buying a house. I asked you about buying a house, and you said you weren't into it. Now you are. Yeah, now I am. There I, you go. Well, it's more like a condo. Uh, whatever. I'll figure something out. <laughs> it's, it's a property. I, I haven't bought anything yet, so it could, who knows what could happen. You know, Matt, so I like to look at myself as someone that has strong convictions loosely held. <laughs> so, you know, if someone gives me a better argument than the one that I currently have, I'll say, you know what? You're right. And wow. I will be able to change my opinion, uh, and, and if based on better evidence. So there you go. I think that's important. That's uh, very important, unless you know that you're right, <laughs> like <laughs> well, I do with everything. Then someone wouldn't be able to have better evidence, right? That's like, right. You that's the right. Best evidence. For what are you been up to? Watching wrestling? Oh, he's underwater. No, I have not actually been watching much wrestling. I mean, WrestleMania happened, and that's about it. I hear that WrestleMania was good this year. It's long. I yeah, don't know. I also heard that. <laughs> I, I have so many gray hairs now because I've aged while watching it. More than you did already. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I have really haven't been up to much. Um, just trying to pay off some debts. Old money to the mob, bro? I do. No, just my Discover card. <laughs> you should pay off the debt Ooh, of... Um, wedding debts. You should pay off the debt that you always fall into of uh, too dynamic of uh, audio levels with your voice. Yeah, we call that. That's like a technical debt. Yeah, yeah you're. I'll, yeah, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Fine, I'll work on Whoa. it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Up and <laughs> woohoo! I'm back, baby. <laughs> no, you weren't not here. <laughs> that makes sense. You've never not been here. <laughs> it's true. I'm. I am always here. Cool beans. And people love it. Old reliable. Yeah, old reliable. You like a like a uh, a, geyser. a geyser. That's what it is. Old faithful. Hey, is that thing going on still? When was the last time you heard about old faithful? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, there was one that... Or, or that, has climate change ruined it? Oh, I don't know if that has an effect on geysers. I know there was one that like hadn't erupted, but then did, and it was full of trash. <laughs> Take that, Earth. It was just like a hole in the ground that people had just been throwing trash, and then it erupted because it was a geyser that just didn't go off very often, and just trash everywhere. That's so fucking hilarious. Who's... Oh, I have a house phone. Oh, you do you? have a house phone? Um... Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know what the What's your house is. phone number? I'm going to call you. I don't know what it is. I call, should, I yeah, should call me. Why wouldn't you just call yourself to get the number? 
Uh, how does someone else have it? Is it probably just a telemarketer? It's definitely a telemarketer. I should hook it up into the studio. That'll be our phone. Why do you have a? Okay. I, I, if it's that number, I'll put the number up. People just call in. That's a great idea. I'll just turn the phone on when we're uh, recording. Yeah, just leave it unplugged other times, and then that's yeah. a great idea. I'd be like, oh, numbers live. You want to call in? Even though, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, cool beans. Anyway, uh, so for you got some deaths that you said you needed to uh, <laughs> to take care of from a, an episode of a few uh, weeks ago. Yeah, because uh, we didn't we did some weird short episodes and we kind of glossed over it. But I won the uh, indie games episode. You sure did. Sure did, Skip. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just kind of dole out some deaths if that's okay with you. Good with me because BWK won the last episode and I I texted him and told him that and he said that he would get me the deaths but he he did not. He won by a landslide. I know it was such a strong voting. I'm gonna text him now, and we'll see if uh we'll see if he 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 uh he gets to us before the end of the episode. <clears throat> All right, so here we go. Uh, Sounds like a dick move. Yeah, no shit, right? You nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it, dude. Uh, all right, so uh, Matt and BWK were looking for a way out. Their schemes were unraveling, and they had no idea what to do. Uh, they were sitting outside uh, on Yoku's Island Express, and both BWK and Matt started to become overcooked. Uh, they were trying to get on a train to Stardew Valley, but all of a sudden, the fuck is that? I don't, I don't know how to make Jesus it Christ! <laughs> And the Shovel Knight all of a sudden appeared as the train conductor. And he says, you two, you're going to become a dead cell in a second. You're going straight to the steam world. And then all of a sudden, he hit both of them in the head with the shovel. And and they died. And they hung out with Celeste. That's it. What was that? It was the sound of your death just getting flushed down the toilet. That was a toilet flush? <laughs> <laughs> a, a broken toilet. What the fuck? And that's uh, that's my death. I just did a uh, real quick. Oh. <laughs> Yo, soundboards are funny, dude. <laughs> hey, that's the one I wanted. <laughs> that's such a classic. <laughs> but that's it. Oh, that was the end of your death. Yeah, that's it. Thank. <laughs> So what are we talking about today, Matt? Uh, we're talking about a little speaking bit. Speaking of, of, speaking a little bit of a. Uh... <laughs> have you ever farted like that? Yeah, and it fucking kills me, man. You have? Yeah, I got a tight little ass. You do? That's weird. Yeah. Well, what's what's this one sound like? That one's not real. This one's more no. true, true to form. Sounds <laughs> like you pinched it off at the end there. Oh, uh, we're talking about. Well, speaking of of this, we're talking about uh, Easter just happened, and with Easter we celebrate the the rise. Oh, BWK got back to me. See what he says. Resurrection, if you will. See what he says. He said, "Oh no, typing." He's gonna write death on the spot. He's writing them out on the spot, and I'll just read them as they come in. Fro was asked to record a diss track to help settle a feud someone was having with Matt, so he got into the studio and went off, like saying some really bad stuff about his weight and other parts of his body. Then he, then also his personality. Waiting for the next part. Just still waiting. No, no. I don't know how to make this stop. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, anyway, stay tuned <laughs> for the next part of the death, I suppose. Uh, but we're talking about top five returns 
from the dead. Oh, resurrection. Resurrections. Uh, actually, I should probably put this out on the... Uh, oh, oh, oh. We got another update on the story here. Uh, well, the track went to number one and everyone was singing it, so Matt became very humiliated. Turns out he was weak-willed and couldn't handle the diss track. <laughs> to be continued <laughs> uh yeah but top five resurrections was this an easy or hard list for you to to write uh, kind of easy yeah it wasn't difficult because it, i it's easy because we read a lot of comics and deaths never last right so it's true um the next part came in uh well he begged radio stations to stop playing the song but it was too big of a hit now uh, <laughs> I wish he just wrote this all out. Why wouldn't he just write this all out and send it to me? Why is he send it to, sending it to me in multiple text messages? Every thought he has, he's just sending it one at a time. Oh, God. Put the episode up. Uh, okay. Uh, then you talk about something. Uh, yeah, better, Matt. Take care of that. What am I talking about? Why, oh. why, why so, was it so easy for you to write? So, as I said, deaths don't last in the comics because these, they've got to be able to make Batman stories for a hundred years, right? So, Are there any deaths that you can think of that do stick? No, because... Well, oh, like, not on my list because we're doing Resurrections. Oh, yeah. But yeah, there are some deaths that do stick. Although, interestingly enough, there are some deaths that have stuck for 80 years and they're suddenly, they're like, oh, well, let's give that one a shot. Like, Bruce Wayne's dad, he's back. Yeah, but they got like a weird fucking, like... It doesn't matter how they're back. But they're like alternative timelines. Yeah, but like Bruce Wayne's dad was always dead. He's one of those deaths that is like the but gold standard. Is he standard back in the death. main continuity? Yes. Like, yes. He did die. He is. He was in the most recent issue of Batman. It's not an alternate universe. He himself may have come from an alternate universe, but he is in the regular Batman books right now. Okay. So Matt took to a bridge and threw himself off, dying on impact. Fro got addicted to drugs, living the rock star lifestyle, and died in a very nice penthouse suite hotel room from drugs. The end. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> uh, okay. That doesn't sound very likely. And also, Superman's dad, though, is back. Who? Superman's dad. Superman's dad? Al. Al? From Krypton. Monel? Jor-El. One of the L's. George L. Do they all have the last name L? Well, Monel is only called Monel because he arrived on the planet Earth without his memory, and Superboy thought he was his cousin, and he arrived on a Monday. So they called him Monel. Hmm. Yeah. But his real name is Largand. Largand. Because he's from the planet Daxum. He's not a Kryptonian. Who? Superboy? No, Monel. His real name is Largand. Which one's Monel? You just asked about Monel. That's one of the only other names that I know. He's he's Largand. He wears all reddies from the planet Daxum. He's now in the Legion of Superheroes. So is he Superman? No. Is that the Chinese Superman? Are you just making? You just doing this to make me? I'm mad. not trolling you. I I have seen the name Monel, but I have no idea who it is. I just told you he came to Earth without his memory, right. and Superboy named him Monel because he arrived on a Monday and he thought he might be related because he had superpowers and he remembered Jor El. But okay. he's actually from What's the a superhero plan- name. Uh, he didn't really have one. Um, for a little while they called him uh Valor. Okay. Uh, but his name is Largand, and he got lead poisoning, and so he was put into the Phantom Zone. And then Brainiac Five in the thirty first century pulled him out of the Phantom Zone, cured his lead poisoning, and now he's in the Legion. Of uh, I feel like I have lead poisoning now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Anyways, so we're doing resurrections. That's right. People that died, presumably, and came back to life, and in any form of media. Wait. So in any form of media, now you just said something died presumably. Yeah, maybe they maybe they actually never died. No, then they, they gotta have died. Then they're not being resurrected. Yeah, they have to have been. cheating death is not 
being resurrected. Mm. I agree. Mm. Are you gonna have to rewrite your list, Frau? Mm. No, I don't think so. But because I because that's why I asked the question of how was it making your list because. I, some of the things where I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Then I was like, yeah, but they never actually did die. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe one of them is questionable, but whatever. I'll stick with it. I almost had. So here's one that I, that I had to sp- pull from my list oh, because okay. he didn't really die. It was Barry Allen. Ah. So he died in Crisis in Infinite Earth in 86, but then it turned out he was just stuck in the speed force the whole time and then they pulled him out. There you so go. He was never really dead. So that's a great example. A great example. Cool. I'm sure. One of mine will get completely debunked, but I'm gonna stay with it. <laughs> All right. Sure, Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold fucking ground. All right, go first. Go first. Me? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to go first? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Clap on. Clap on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you really got some good ones over. Yeah, that's there a good one. These soundboards are way easier than we had it doing had it going on before. Yeah. <laughs> way better. Yeah. Right. So, anyways, <clears throat> so my number five. Uh, returns from death, resurrections is uh Nikki Six. That's from, right, he from did. Motley Crue. <laughs> he did die a couple <laughs> yeah. times, right? Uh, wow. I only know of the one time he definitely died, overdosed. Uh, it was post uh having his mom show up to uh an event uh because he wrote her out of his life, and he fucking took a, a big deep dive into that fucking H. And he just booted. Deep, what does that mean? Big deep dive into that H. Yeah, the heroin. Oh, yeah. He 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 decided to go a little overboard one time. So uh, he was at a party and hopped on that uh, heroin. Uh, the dealer kind of hooked him up with some stuff, and it maybe did a little bit too much for him. And Nikki Six died, pronounced dead. Aired it on the news and everything. Uh, he was in the back of an ambulance. Uh, and they're like, we lost him. And the news immediately got out. So MTV put it out there. This is before TMZ, really. Yes. This is impressive. Yes. Uh, MTV put it out there. Other news outlets were like, this bassist of Motley Crue, dead. And according to the movie that I just watched, you can listen to my review on Turts. Um, Bullseye. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, and you actually sounded just like Save it. Save that one for me later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and um, one of the EMTs was like, fuck this. I'm not letting this dude die. He is way too big of a person for me to kill. Uh, or, you know, whatever, to not save. Yeah. And he, uh, he fucking jammed adrenaline directly into his heart after he went flatlined. And Nikki Six rose from the grave. And he oh, rose in his... You know, bed. I was right like, now. "Wow, they buried him pretty quick." Huh? Yeah, uh, and they revived him right there on the back of the uh, ambulance. And his is like a really famous, like, person that's walking around currently that's like died. Yeah, legally dead, and he's actually walking around still. That's a inc- that's a great story, bro. Which is pretty wild that Mick Mars is not dead <laughs> because that dude's been actually looking like a corpse. I actually feel like I justifiably could put him on my list as well. Because <laughs> he is the Walking Dead. Yes, he he is actually the only physical li- living embodiment of the Walking Dead that's currently on this plane. What about the members of the Rolling Stones? Yeah, but they still look fine. No, like Keith Richards, Keith Richards looks like a skeleton. Yeah, but like Mick Mars actually looks like he's decaying right there. <laughs> yeah, like Keith Richards should be dead, but Mick Mars looks like he's dead. But yeah, so Nikki Nikki Six. Um, I think is a great example of somebody who is uh, back from the dead. Hell yeah, dude. I actually want to read his uh, 
his like uh, memories of like what it was like because he's definitely put out stuff like it's fucking I saw a light yeah because he's, he's talked about it and i haven't really read too much into it fascinating i'm curious all right good death row hey, all right thanks my number five resurrection brought back from the dead is gandalf that's a great one yeah he uh he died as gandalf the gray fighting the balrog for two days that's right fell off the bridge uh and then um he was too important, so he, his, uh, I forget who, some, somebody specifically or whatever sent his... Uh, Valar? Something. Radagast? No. No. No, Radagast uh, doesn't die. Sent him back, and he became Gandalf the White. That's right. Became the White Wizard. Uh, so that was a, a pretty important resurrection, I would say, for the the boys and uh, the hobbits on their journey to destroy the ring. They don't show that resurrection at all in the movies, right? He just shows up. He just shows up, right. That's what I thought. He dies, even, and then he's just like, here I am. Even in the books, they don't... It's, it's really like dive in, deep, deep in the it. appendices is where they really like talk about it. It's like in the extra material where they're like, oh, yeah, this is what the, happened. The extended Tolkien universe? Yeah, because that's when it's like, this is what Gandalf and the wizards actually are because they're not men. Right. They're not humans. They're like a kind of angel, essentially. It's really complicated. They're their own race. It's, it's as complicated as you would expect it to be in the Tolkien universe. In the universe where he literally made up entire languages for his books. <laughs> right. Pretty crazy. Um. But yeah, so Gandalf, you know, is a pretty important uh, cinematic, uh, not even a cinematic, just a, a character in in literature. Now, um, had you, have you read the books? No. Okay. So <laughs> when you, you watch the movie then for the first time, you were surprised in the two towers when he shows up in the white. Yeah, but if I remember correctly, they, they almost it maybe play- in the trailers or no, something? No, 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 no. But I'm remembering they brought him back. But he, like, wasn't Gandalf. Like, it was something weird of, like, I don't know why I remember it this way, but in the movies, I feel like Gandalf the Grey dies, and then when he comes back as Gandalf the White, there's something about him where it's, like, he's not necessarily the same person. Right. So, in, in, um, in the movie, they even, when he first appears, they use Christopher Lee's voice for him speaking to throw you off the trail. In the book, Saruman changes from Saruman the White to Saruman the Many-Colored, and that's what enables Gandalf to become the White, because it's like a rank. Yeah, okay. And, and so you can't technically have two white, whatever, nerd alert. Uh, <laughs> and so he is, like, some of the power of Saruman is him. So he is, like, more than just what he was. Right, okay. Saruman, Christopher Lee? Yeah. Okay. Man, Christopher Lee has the best voice. He, I wish he had done a podcast. Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have sucked him off under the table while he was podcasting. What, so, how did he not feel like Gandalf? No, it's I just, just don't like remember. They, it's been a while. If, uh, exactly, I'm trying to remember too, but I just remember. I remember like Frodo's like he's it's Gandalf and like talking to him and like trying to talk to him as if he was Gandalf, but it was like he 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 was acting as if like he didn't like recognize Frodo. It's not Frodo. It's it's <laughs> Merry and Pippin. Okay. Uh, and then when he meets when he meets um, Legolas, Gimli, and Aragorn, they say Gandalf, and he looks at them. He's like, "Oh yeah, that was my name, right. Gandalf." Right, 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 right. So he's like, you knew Gandalf the Gray. I'm Gandalf the White. Hmm. Yeah. So that that's why it was a little. So he's possibly no longer Gandalf. He is I mean, a whole it, new entity. It is him, though. Well, right, but yeah. it's a whole new entity, and he probably maybe he ascended, but he lost past 
memories. Yeah, I mean, when you cross through the darkness and come back on the other side, Fro, you're changed. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I've, I've crossed the street in Philly. <laughs> uh, but right. yeah, it's my number five, Gandalf. Matt? My number five is Spock. Affleck! It's <laughs> close. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty good. So yes, my number five is Spock. Spock dies. Just because he came back with a goatee doesn't mean he was resurrected. That is not what happened. <laughs> that is the mirror universe. Yeah, I'm, Spock. I'm aware. Spock dies at the end of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. God! And exactly that moment <laughs> is when he dies. No, he dies and uh, he sacri- sacrifices himself to save the Enterprise in the radiation chamber. And the big you know, MacGuffin in Star Trek II is... There is this device called the Genesis device, which they think can bring life to an entire planet. But if you sent it to a planet that had life on it, it could destroy all life on the entire planet. So they are about to test this device. Spock has just died. They beat the bad guy and they give Spock this like Viking funeral where they send his casket out into space. They gave him a Yondu funeral. A Yondu funeral. He lands on this planet at the same time as the Genesis device goes off on the planet and Spock is reborn into a, a boy, essentially, growing, aging very rapidly. A moment in Star Trek II, he transfers, he knows he's going to die, so he transfers his soul into bones. So the whole idea of Star Trek Three is... The show? No, the movie. <laughs> the whole idea. Of, the whole idea in Star Trek Three is they need to get Bones, who's going crazy with Spock's soul in him, and this boy version of Spock who's aging rapidly and has no memory, get him, get them both to the planet Vulcan so that they can perform this Vulcan ceremony to reunite his soul with his body and fully be reborn. Nanu, nanu. That's right. Mork and Mindy, a little Mork from Mork there, huh? Sure. <laughs> Mork and Spork. But, uh, you know, this is a resurrection that went over two whole movies, essentially. So he died at the end of the second one, and the whole third movie, the idea of it is the search for Spock and bringing Spock back. The third third Star Trek movie kind of sucks. Um, I said they all suck, but whatever. No, man, Star Trek rules. Hmm, sure. uh, but I think the idea that, you know, this resurrection is is really well done is a cool idea that I don't think has ever been done exactly like that. And Spock rules, man. So number five, Spock. Spock, baby. I'm Spock, baby. Hey, Spock, also Leonard Nimoy, hometown hero. So show some respect. He's from Massachusetts. Mm. Is that true? It, it is, is true. true. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, hometown hero. Huh. Do you understand the words <laughs> that are coming out of my mouth? I love that line. I do now. <laughs> Chris Tucker, man. So funny. All right. Not for nothing. The soundboard sounds great. Yeah, it does. Uh, Fro, who's your number four? <clears throat> so my number four... Is the Egyptian god of Cyrus? This is a terrible. Why? Pick. <laughs> no, no, this is great. Go for it. It's the Egyptian god of the dead, uh, and his whole dealy is that he was uh, murdered by his brother, son, um, and he was killed by him. He was dismembered completely, and he was. <laughs> I know. One having a brother, son, and two getting killed by it. Sucks. And uh, he was dismembered and fucking thrown into the fucking weeds, essentially. Or reeds, technically. And... uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Isis, his wife, uh, not sister wife, but just wife, she uh, finds his body and uh, puts him back together. And she uses some sort of magic and brings Osiris back to life. uh, So that she can fuck him real quick 
and get impregnated by him so she can give birth to another son, uh, Horus, so that he can get revenge on Set, uh, who is the brother son of Osiris, so that he can be the rightful heir to the Egyptian throne next to Isis. So why do you think this is a better resurrection than the Motley Crue guy? <laughs> yeah, answer that one. Uh, just because the the actual story is uh, pretty wild. I like the fact that she resurrected him just so she could fuck him. Oh, and then he dies again immediately after the uh, the fucking. So is this Roman mythology or Greek mythology? This is Egyptian. Egyptian. <laughs> is it Roman mythology <laughs> or Greek mythology? Uh, I'm still going to stick with Egyptian. <laughs> gotcha, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Fro, was this a story that you were familiar with and enjoyed before making this list, or you were doing research for the list and this came across and you found it interesting? Oh, I play the game Smite a lot, which has to do with uh, oh, gods. Oh, of from a- course. Uh, why did I not know that's where you got that from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I play this game Smite. It's a MOBA, and uh, it has to do with all these different gods from different pantheons. So What's I was, a MOBA? M- massive, massive online, online battle, battle arena. Battle arena? Yeah, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, okay. Cool. Um, and so you play as all these pantheons, Egypt, Greek, Roman, uh, Slavic, so on and so on. And uh, I'm f- familiar with Osiris, uh, but I, I dove a little bit further uh, because they're releasing... Uh, two new gods in the game, which is Set and Horus, his sons. So I heard, I learned a little bit more of the story, um, and it's a, uh, I think it's a very interesting one. It's pretty fucked up if you uh, if you look into the Horus and Set story, because at some point they fuck each other, and one of them jizzes, but catches the jizz before he puts it inside of him to uh to make it as one does yes well the story is pretty fucking wild he does it and uh he puts it in lettuce uh what do you not yeah (laughs) he puts it in lettuce and uh later on they come to speak to these like deities and be like who who came and who essentially and they're speaking to the jizz inside of each of their stomachs uh and when you're when you were reading this literature did it say they were speaking to the jizz inside of their stomach. Uh, Why would the jizz be in their stomach? <laughs> uh, uh, kind of. Uh, they. It was somebody else recanting the story uh, in kind of like new modern terms. Um, and essentially, the god spoke to one and nothing was happening. They were not hearing anybody speak. And then they spoke to the other one and they could hear the semen speaking to them in the other person's stomach. And when did he became, sailors come involved in this? Uh, sorry. Uh, kunk jizz uh, was inside. <laughs> What's a kunk jizz? Uh, Matt's kid's jizz, I guess. Uh, inside of the other one's stomach. And so he was the rightful heir. Pretty fucking weird story. Bro, you should do a podcast all on mythology. Okay. <laughs> then he was talking to his fucking cum. <laughs> Hey, man, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, presumably. So that's it. <laughs> Allegedly it happened. <laughs> so that's my uh, number four is Osiris rising from the dead just to jizz inside of a lady and then die immediately after. Great. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play you a clip from, uh, from my number four here. God bless you. Here we go. This is a clip from my number four. See if you can guess it before it happens. You should probably get it pretty quick. But if you go and brave the weird... And haunted shores at world's end. Then you will need a captain. This is fucking some sort of pirate of the Caribbean thing. 
assuming Jack Sparrow got resurrected. So tell me, what's become of my ship? Yeah. That's that big voodoo lady. No, it's Captain Barbosa. Well, the big voodoo lady is the one talking in that. Yes. She's not a very big Isn't there a scene where she's like gigantic though? No. I thought there was where she like destroyed a ship and she was huge. Oh, well she became the 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 Kraken. Oh, she did? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, but isn't it just like her? No, it's not like a giant version of her. I thought she th- I thought there monster. was. I barely remember that movie. Barbosa is the one that comes back. Yeah, Barbosa is uh, the the guy Jeffrey Rush dies at the end of Curse of the Black Pearl, brought back to life at the end of Dead Man's Chest, and is in The World's End, Stranger Tides, Dead Man's. I don't. I only remember <clears throat> the first movie. Yeah, I don't know shit about this man. Uh, so the first the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, I love it so much. I think it's so good. I I, I like a lot of those movies. They definitely <laughs> they definitely um I think wore out their welcome a touch. Uh, towards the end, but the first one and the second and even the third one, I would say, are really, really awesome. You just like them because they're directed by a guy named Gore. I love Gore. <laughs> exactly. Who does it? Gore Verbinski. Gore Vidal. He doesn't? Um, But, yeah, so even the thing about the reason why I put this on my list is because, yeah, he, he dies at the, at, the, at the end of the first film, but even so, he's technically dead anyway. The curse is that he's dead. Uh, but and he, he's he's cursed to to walk the earth as as a as a corpse. So even if like he didn't technically die, if he just kind of reverted from that state that he was in in back into human flesh and bone, Captain Barbosa, then technically he was he would still come back from the dead. Uh, but I love that character, and the cool thing about that was um, so he died at the end of the first film. That scene is at the end of the second film, so it's very much like a a very cool like reveal of a character. He, he he doesn't get brought up or mentioned at all in the second film. Do they show him while he's getting revived, or is it just like no? He his, just, his reveal is him saying that line. His reveal is him saying that line. Essentially, at they lose Captain Jack uh, in the second movie, and he's essentially in pirate hell, and they need someone, and they have to go rescue him. Uh, and that whole scene is just pretty much you know the voodoo lady scene, saying like if you're. If you're gonna go to World's End, you're gonna need a captain, and, uh, and you know they reveal Captain Barbosa, and he's such a. I, I just love his character. I think it's so good. Uh, I think he's such a good job at it. But um, I would I would very much be into like a, just a straight up Captain Barbosa film in general. Just kind of love him. I think he's so funny. Did I think you do like a spinoff with him? You'd go. Yeah, I would be very into it. I think it's very fun. He's got the monkey, which is a great a great little uh, side. Having guy. a monkey is great. Great monkey. Yeah. Um. But yeah, my number four, Captain Barbosa. Ooh. What do you, neither of you like the Pirates films? Even the first one? Like I said, I, I I saw the first one, I enjoyed the first one, and then Did you not see the other ones? Uh I saw the second one, but I don't really remember it. Mm. Uh and then from there. I think the I think you could stop after the third one. I saw the latest What's one. What's the third one? World's End. I think I saw that one, but I don't recall anything from it. Yeah. It's a little weird to be honest. It has like that uh that trope of like the third film being like Kind of like, uh, what's happening? Does that have the one where it's like multiple Jack yeah. Sparrows? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that one, but then I, again, I don't remember. It didn't stick. And then I was like, I don't give a fuck to see the next 42 that they're randomly going to put out. I, I've only seen the first one in, in really a long time ago when it was pretty new. So I, I really don't remember. Before Johnny Depp wore out his welcome. Yeah. The, um, 
they're so wor- on Nightmare on Elm Street. They're worth a. Uh, no, he's great in that. They're worth a. Uh, they're worth watching. I would say I like them a lot. They're just good. They're like very well done big pirate adventure films. Mm. And then they're well done. I'm not. I'm not doubting that. No, I know. I'm just saying. Even even just throughout, they're just they're they're fun. The character they got really good characters in there that you really kind of attach to. Yeah, like the the two lackeys. One was yeah. missing the eye. Or- <laughs> there was a funny bootstraps. Bootstraps. <laughs> Um. Yeah, those are good. Uh, good films. And then they uh, they just started to kind of have a little bit of uh, diminishing returns towards the end. But yeah, that's my number four, Captain Barbosa. <laughs> what's your number four, Matt? My number four is Mister Oliver Queen, the Green Arrow. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> yeah, sure. He dies. He dies. He died. So this was kind of a long time ago at this point, and uh, he was resurrected. Uh. Kevin Smith was actually the writer in the comics that resurrected Oliver Queen. Hmm. Uh, it, it was a I think a twelve issue long, a year long storyline in the Green Arrow books uh, called Quiver. That's now collected all in one, illustrated by Phil Hester and Andy Parks. And at the time, uh, obviously, was a huge Kevin Smith fan in the early two thousands. Right? He are you not anymore? Uh, no, I still am. I don't think I at the time though. I was like really into him. Do you listen to uh, Fat Man on Batman? I do not. I used Which to. I feel like I, I probably would like it. I used to. I liked the episodes I listened to. He had Stan Lee on. Oh. That's a good episode. On Batman? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And it's it's a good idea. And he obviously like really loves Batman, although the Batman books he's written have been kind of weird. Um, but he at this point, he had done Daredevil, and his Daredevil was critically acclaimed. Kevin Smith. Yep. And so DC hired him to bring back Oliver Queen, and he had died a number of years previous. I don't even, honestly, don't even know how he died. But he's just a regular person, so he could easily die. Um, but then it was like, how, is he, how are they going to bring him back? How can this guy be alive? And a lot of the mystery of the first several issues were like, he's back, but how is he back? At the time, Hal Jordan, who used to be the Green Lantern. <coughs> used to be. At the time. Hey, can you shut the fuck up over there? Sorry. <laughs> at the time, Hal Jordan was no longer Green Lantern because he had gone through that whole... Was he the Scepter or... Spectre. Spectre. So this is one of the things that I loved about DC Comics at the time is how tightly everything tied together. So um, when Superman came back, this character destroyed... The cyborg Superman destroyed Coast City. Okay. And... Coast City is where Green Lantern lived, and Green Lantern went crazy because of that, and Hal Jordan killed all the other Green Lanterns, became the villain Parallax. Okay. Then, oh, hi, Kitty. Then, as Parallax, he was the main villain of DC's Zero Hour and completely wiped out time and restarted time over again. Yeah, sure. And then, from there... He sacrificed himself to save, to reignite the sun in Final Night. And that then had him be reborn as the Spectre. And because he was the Spectre and God's spirit of vengeance, he was able to uh, use that ability to resurrect his old friend, Oliver Queen, as just a regular old, and he was back. And, And the idea that, like, you didn't have to read literally the last eight years of DC comics to know that like they did it in such a way that it was like, Hey, this guy's the specter. They used to be friends. That's all you need to know. And he brought him back. But 
had that extra reward of if you've been reading the main DC books since 1993, there's this huge payoff in 2000, you know, where the, that all came together in this really, really great way. And it all built off of each other and it was awesome. And green arrow is a cool character. It's maybe not in my top five, but of death of death, but his resurrection was great. And he's been back since that storyline is awesome. It's all collected in one hardcover. Now uh, green arrow by Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is, uh, his comics are mostly really good and his daredevil is awesome. And this is awesome. You should read it. Hmm. Hmm. Any other questions? Uh, concerns. I'm concerned that it's confusing. Like I said, in that in <laughs> you can read just these twelve issues and be totally fine. You don't need anything else. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but again, there is that payoff if you've been reading for you know ten plus years. Yeah. Okay. I guess yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You're too focused on fucking the soundboard over there. I know. You, it was a comic thing, and you didn't say anything. <laughs> No, I. You just said it was confusing. I listened to. I. I he was rambling on about this fucking <laughs> over the top fucking. Forty five minutes later, I was like, okay, but he's back. Also, I really don't like Green Arrow. <laughs> really? Is he because he's too liberal for you? Is he liberal? I hate him even more. Yeah, now. he's super liberal. What a fucking. Well, how? Of course he's liberal. He's rich. He is rich. Exactly. That's how he's fucking patting. He's like, I'm not. I'm a good person. <laughs> I'm a good person. I, I had an old boss who would tell me that. Um, Republicans are rich people. Democrats are rich people who kind of feel bad about it. <laughs> That's probably pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I thought that was very funny. I like that. Fro. <laughs> uh, All right. My number three is... Ding, Moving along. Ding, 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 ding. My number three is... Vanilla Ice. Did he? His career. Oh! Hey. Hey. Surprise, motherfucker. Yes. What a surprise. <laughs> my number three is the Centurion from Altered Beast. Rise from your grave. Uh, yeah, so that is my number three. Um, it's you play as this fucking pretty much this Greek centurion, which is just some soldier who is tasked to save. I think it's Athena. Zeus is the one that kind of gives you the power to come back from the dead. And you start off as this little dainty boy. Welcome you, to your doom. Yes. Uh, thank you. You're such a little dainty boy. Well, you start off as a little dainty boy, and then you find these little orbs, and then you can become big strong boys. Power up. You, yes, you power up, and then you become very sexual. You're in these little little shorts after every time you get bigger. <laughs> that one was jarring. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know about that one. I think that was when you turned into the dragon. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're just you just it's a side scrolling beat 'em up game. Um, which I think over time it doesn't really hold up too too well. I don't even think it was that good at the time. I think it's great. I think the game. I really enjoy the game, but overall, like in the grand scheme of things, I think it's solely memorable because there wasn't a whole lot. Um, but people remember fucking rise from your grave. Rise from your grave. Welcome to your doom. So here's the thing about this fucking soundboard. It's definitely somebody making these. It's not pulled from the game because Defro's right. It's more like rise from your grave. Actually, that one might be right. This one? Yeah. Rise from your grave. It sounds, it sounds like somebody from an recording video it. game though. Like it had like that Yeah, that kind of quality. Tinge. Yeah, the tinniness. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think those are pretty legit. I think I'm confusing the welcome to your doom Hold on, and the rise well, from your Well, that's the thing. Welcome to your doom. That doesn't sound like the one from the game. I don't know. 
nonetheless. Yo, uh, fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, this uh, this always stuck with me uh, as a big kind of thing is you just come up out of the ground in your grave and then you're in your little pink shorts and tank top, <laughs> which is always funny to me. I think it, I think it, <laughs> Why do you think it's so funny? I don't know. Greeks in little pink tank tops and shorts is very funny. And you get these little booties and you kick sometimes and you, you do throw a little punch. And uh, yeah, uh, the Centaurian from Altered Beast. All righty. They should make a new Altered Beast game. Fucking big and epic. Fucking sick. Fucking sick. Fucking sick, brother. Um, all right, my number three. Number three. Yeah, there's a shorty, but yeah, go for it. Oh, shorty. Hey, shorty. It's, it's your, your birthday. birthday. And you're gonna party like it's your birthday. Uh, yeah, so my number three is a pretty... It's a, oh, my cat's meowing, being very cute. So the cow? The cow. Oh. Let's just smash her head into the freaking thing. She's going nuts. Um... But my number three is a very, it's a popular one, and it's Kenny McCormick from South Park. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. They killed Kenny. They killed Kenny. A character that dies every episode. And up is until just, a point. Up until a point. That's right. And then eventually he just, uh, he's, 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 he dies one episode, and he's just back the next episode. Resurrected somehow. Do they ever, like, pull that back and explain to you how yeah. they do? I fell off of South Park oh, a long man. time ago. It's really good. Have you seen when they explain why? I think I, I I don't remember it well enough. So it was like when they were doing those superheroes and uh Oh the like Coon and all those. Yeah, ones, Coon yeah. and Friends. And um and his power was he had an actual power and that he resurrected and then he, every time he died they would go to his house and his mom would be like, Oh no, it's happening again and she just had another baby that just became <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> As if just like every week she would give birth to a new Kenny. It was so bizarre. That's uh, very funny. <laughs> and, and then they stopped killing him and they don't kill him anymore. Because oh, really? he was gone for a while. He was like legitimately dead. And they had a funeral and it was a big thing. And then that's when they brought in Butters and they auditioned a bunch of people to be the fourth friend. And then, but now he's just back, back after the Coon and Friends thing. I have a uh, Kenny McCormick soundboard and they're, they're just numbers. Yeah, because he's just mumbling. <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> how how new metal did south park get for a while new metal i don't think it ever got new metal i don't know when did it get new metal i feel like when when wrestling latched on to like south park imagery and everything was everybody could like turn themselves into fucking south park characters. i mean it was wildly popular yeah. but i don't know yeah. if that would constitute it as being new metal maybe not you throw, maybe you, new metal you, you throw away new metal you're you throw, fucking new metal you, you throw new metal around you're too new much. metal you do. You're new metal. No. You no. are. In your ball chain necklace. <laughs> no. Big ass pants. New metal to you is like calling all the people racist that disagree with you. <laughs> that's what you, that's what it is to you. Uh, that's but, fucking new metal for you to say. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, my number uh, my number three is Kenny McCormick. Number the, three he, is he probably, new metal. He probably dies and gets brought back to life more than anyone combined on our list in total. Uh, I would yeah. say so. Yeah. Cool. Matt, my number three, Electra. Oh, what's her last name? Electra, what? Nachos. 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 Isn't she Asian though? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> she's not. No, I don't think so. I think she's of uh, Latin descent. Mm. Uh, what does Wikipedia say? A Greek descent. She's there you Greek. go. How about that? 
Electra Nachos. So when did she die? Uh, she died back in the late 80s and was resurrected in the 1990 graphic novel by Frank Miller, Electra Lives Again. You're making a face. Did you see that movie? The, the Electra movie? movie? With Jennifer Garner? Yeah. I kept no. going, so it's not a jinx. It's still a jinx. I did see it. Uh, I don't remember it much. I did not because Ben Affleck as Daredevil was so weird and bad that I was like, I'm done with these. I don't need these anymore. Who killed her? Bullseye. Bullseye. Thank you. I told you to keep that one for later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bullseye kills her, and and, and what's uh, what's a uh, what's Electra's like? How does she, what's her fighting style? <laughs> <laughs> she does fight a lot of ninjas. Yeah. Uh, she fights the ninjas with Daredevil, and this is you know a, a famous resurrection was really really awesome in the ni- in the nineties. This is when Frank Miller was at the height of his abilities as a comic writer and artist before he went totally down the toilet bonkers before he did all-star batman yeah oh yeah because i think before all-star batman was dark knight returns 2 which was on the trend of (laughs) oh it's so fucking bad and um and his new stuff is just just god awful what is he Uh, doing now He's doing a Superman book right now. Oh, really? Called Superman Year One. It hasn't started yet, but he's working on it. And he, j- he did Dark Knight Three, which was total trash. Mm. Uh, but this is when he was fucking awesome. He was the best, and this book is so cool. So Electra's how does she really die, cool. and how does she come back? She's killed by um, Bullseye. How does he kill her? The same way he kills everybody <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> with a bullseye. I was say he, he doesn't. Typically use, <laughs> he doesn't typically use guns, though, right? He can use anything. Can I know that he anything. can use. I know he can use anything, but he doesn't typically use guns. He had a, a short run, a uh, little book, uh, probably like six, seven months ago. It was good. Really? I mean, it was I, recently. I, I like it. I like it. So I know he was Hawkeye for a little bit. Uh, that I do not know. But anyway, so uh, the book is weird because it's like a lot of Matt Murdock's dreams and, you know, it's the hand and they're bringing people back from the dead. It's not too far off from the TV show where they bring her back from the dead for okay. Defenders. Um, but she does eventually end up dying in this. And, you know, they asked Frank Miller about like the use of Electra and other things. And they're like, oh, no, that's not Electra. Electra's dead. That person that they're using for other things and because they eventually bring her back again, which I'm not even sure how they did. And when they talk, when they have her in the TV show and the movies, she's like, "No, no, that's not Electra. My Electra's dead. There's just some other woman that happens to have the same name." And everything about her. <laughs> One of my favorites. So this is kind of unrelated, but so obviously Daredevil's real name is Matt Murdock, and the way that her on the Daredevil show, the way that she says Matthew, is like the sexiest thing in the world. <laughs> oh, I gotta look it up. And it she's like a British accent on the show. It's uh, it's Greek, I think. <laughs> But it is, uh, it's unique. And just the way that she says Matthew, man, slays me. Oh, that's right. You guys both are named Matt. Yeah. So it gets your loins going. It gets my loins. Um, Start coming in your pants. That's right. So. Coming in lettuce. Fro, if you could just try and say Matthew in your sexiest voice for me. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> is that your sexy voice? Yeah, that's my sexy voice. Oh, Matthew. <laughs> Hiya. Are we, is this a clip? I don't think it's going to hurt saying it. Matt, can you say Matthew in your sexiest voice for me? <laughs> yeah. Wow, my heart on is raging. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. we're not going to get it. No, it's going to be hard to find. Yeah. It's going to be hard to find. 
Hey. Why'd you point at me? Unlike, because <laughs> your hat on is hard to find. So, yeah, that's my number three, Electra. I, I love the character. I think that Frank Miller's run was is obviously legendary, and Electra lives again. Who would win in a fight? Electra or Raphael from the Ninja Turtles? Wow, that's a really good question. That is a good question, Fro. Pretty new metal, but pretty good. <laughs> that's, that's racist. It is really new metal. It's new metal that like, makes these characters up. I Why? Think, I think Raphael would win. Thank you. Huh. All right, Fro, number two? Dicks. Uh, my number two is bum, ba, da, bum, Jay- Felicia. It's Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> it's Felicia because she said bye right before her inevitable death. But then the next clip is hello, Felicia, because she came back. Somebody call my mama. <laughs> I have no idea where that's from. That's Vince McMahon. Is it? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, <gasps> you're fired. No, I thought that was gonna be Vince. <laughs> oh, I thought that was gonna be Vince. <laughs> Anyway, so my number two is Jason Todd. Oh, that is also my number two. Ah, nice. So Jason Todd. What, um, what, Matt? Not on your list? Not on my list, no. Huh. Are you going to dispute that he never actually died? I think it's up in the air. This is why I was like, eh, one of these is probably going to so, get And so he was on my, uh, I'm not going to include him because it's kind of unclear if he ever really died. So when I looked into it, because I did look into that, um, everything for me kind of pointed to the fact that he did die. Right. As because, especially because like, it's got that one panel of like him being pulled out of the grave and the, ra- and the way he came back was Superboy. Punching the wall of the universe or whatever. The walls of reality. Yeah. Superboy Prime. Right. I, cool leather jacket, Superboy? No. Aw, then it's not as cool. Yeah. So I love, I think the... I recently reread the the whole death of Jason Todd, and that story sucks. <laughs> it's not good. What, it is death in the family. Uh, yeah, death in the family. You don't think it's good? No, because it's like the Joker is has political immunity because he's the ambassador for Iran, and he wears like the chic kind of head. That's so funny. And I'm like, this is fucking bad. I don't understand. Uh, but like the whole idea, while since I read it, so. the whole idea that is that there was a one nine hundred number that you could call and vote whether or not you wanted Jason Todd to live or die. And I kind of like voted. that aspect. That I is, think it's funny. It is hilarious. It's awesome. And they voted him down. They voted his death. And then he got beat to death with a crowbar. Yeah. Which and that scene was awesome. And like that part of it was really really good because he was betrayed by his mom. And then Joker beat him to death. And then there was an explosion. And it's like, oh, that was pretty fucking brutal. Right. Um, but just like the rest of the surrounding, like why Joker was there and why that he get away with this murder is like, okay, that's real stupid. When they did the, um, the Batman who laughs in dark Knight's metal, the, the Joker Batman has a bunch of these Robins that are with him and they can only, they just keep saying the word crow all the time. And his like control word for them is bar. Cause that's what he used to kill him. Right. It's crowbar. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> I, I enjoy this story. I think overall, just the kind of like the aspect, I feel like this is one of the big ones. It is a big one. Uh, in DC and yeah. it, the story is a bit convoluted because it's the altar, you know? Yeah. The, and and I, I think the reveal of him being the red hood was great. Yeah. And I like the part. I, I like the aspect of, uh, Ra's al Ghul being involved as well. Cause he went through the Lazarus pits. Because he was in the coma or I think whatever. It's pronounced race. Razogul. Whatever. I call him Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Ghoul. In Batman Ghoul. the Animated Series, it was Raz. 
But I read this one Batman story where Raz or Race meets Bizarro, and Bizarro calls him Racer Cool, which makes me think it's Race Al Ghul. It's fucking Bizarro saying it, man. <laughs> yeah, but Bizarro. So Bizarro calls him Racer Cool, like race cars, you know, Racer Cool. Yeah, and so, I get that. So that means that he heard it. Race Al Ghul, but doesn't understand it and made it racer cool. Or just can't pronounce things. The Why would you say Ross? dyslexic. Lay off him. <laughs> He's so, more than who, better, Matt? Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I just, I like the aspect of him kind of going through the Lazarus pits, getting kind of resurrected a little bit that way. Uh, and it kind of fucks with his brain uh, because that's what that shit does. And uh, yeah. What about you? Why do you? Uh, uh, because of its importance in comic history. Yeah, and that was um, a that was a substantial one that I don't think anybody saw coming. No, right. definitely not. For me, it was like it really kind of Joker is my favorite character, and yeah, we know Matt. Okay, I know, but I need you to know more. <laughs> uh, but like I said, it, it had such a uh, such an impact in, in comic book history. It's like Gwen Stacy dying, mm-hmm. you know, which could be on somebody's list technically at this point. Actually, no, no, it couldn't because that Gwen Stacy is a totally different Gwen Stacy. Exactly. Um, but this is this is the same Jason Todd. Uh, but, but is it though? Because like like you were saying, it's kind of debunked because it's that reality altering kind of. It's the same Jason Todd. It's just reality was changed. Right, it changed history. Right, it's not a different reality. It's just a change. So technically, he well potentially he was never dead. No, he was dead, and then if, history, if history got was changed, changed. Then the history changed, so he's not. He never actually died. It's weird. It is weird, but you're weird. Ooh, no, you are weird. Got him. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> uh, damn it. But uh, yeah, for me, that's why I put it on my list, and that's why it's ranked so high. Because uh, I, I, I mean, yeah, the story's a bit weird. I would, I would say, but uh, the death is awesome. The death and is that great. whole scene is so good. It's the cover is awesome. Cover, yeah. That's so like the the covers for that that whole series are really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Batman with him in his arms and this, yeah. like the silhouette from the light. That's it. It's great. What does the shine from the light? It's great. Yeah. Okay. No, no shine. But, but yeah. yeah, I think it's a good one. I think it's one of the, I think it's one of the more iconic resurrections in comic book history. Uh, personally, that's just my take. So that's why I put it on my list. Yeah. Excellent work, gentlemen. Matt, number two. So my number two is someone we talked about on this week's episode of Turts. Nikki Six? <laughs> no. Hellboy. Oh, Maximilian. Oh. Hellboy. Hellboy. Uh, I just figured he was from hell, so. He is from hell. So he was born, uh, the father is a demon and a mother is a human. And so he was born and came to earth and was on earth, but then did die, legitimately died, went to hell, lived in hell for eight, ten issues or so uh, in the Hellboy from Hell series. And then he was recently resurrected. I, I think he'd actually been resurrected once before, but he was recently resurrected to finish his destiny in being there for the end of the world and, and you know fighting rasputin again being there with uh, the witch hecate and seeing the end of the world of man and the beginning of the world of the frogmen frogmen yeah hashtag spoilers <laughs> dude <laughs> um but i think when he was in hell was awesome hellboy in hell is really fucking cool and one of the, my favorite things about hellboy is the leaning into like the occult mythology and the names of the demons and like the idea of knowing the name of a demon gives you power over it and these those kinds of things. Um, and he stabs Lucifer in the back and he betrays then, him. Uh, he like, kind of sneaks in and stabs him in the back. And then 
it ends with he's like, okay, I guess I'm just going to retire in this little cottage in hell. And then it's like, nope, no rest for Hellboy. Now you have to come back to Earth. Who tells to him fight he has again. to come back? Uh, I believe it's the witch Hecate. Hmm. And he has to come back, meet Rasputin one more time, and go through in, in Ragnarok, the end of the world. Nice. And it's fucking awesome. And then Thor shows up. and then Thor's there. I was hoping. <laughs> um, and I think, uh, and they even brought, so Mike Mignola, the creator, doesn't do a lot of the art anymore, but they got him to do the last few pages of uh, the BPRD. The devil you know when they bring him back, and it's fucking awesome. He's a devil. And he looked great, and Hellboy's great. Devil man, devil man, man. Devil man. Affleck! <laughs> uh, okay, Hellboy. Hellboy comes back, and it's awesome. Uh, and it, it's still kind of new, right? It just happened within- And you, very new. It's so new. Uh, so I don't think it's, you know, it maybe so doesn't this is have... a newer story. Yeah. This is not like- old history no this is in the last six months oh okay okay that's interesting yeah that's interesting and but because it was fresh in my mind and i just saw the movie uh it it ranked it higher in my brain Mm. and uh it's a cool resurrection and one of my all-time favorite characters. hell yeah dude hell boy yeah dude sorry i was trailing off at the end (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) and when i become like maybe it's i'm less confident i'm like i don't know what to do i gotta finish this yeah that's true Fuck. You're both a bunch of non-confident baby boys. Yeah, excuse me? I'm very confident. I don't have the years of improv practice that you have. I know. Just sell it, baby. Sell sell it it. all the time. I'm trying. Okay. Uh, If you like the show, support the show. Go to Facebook.com and look for the Make Fun Network. You can also get there by going to MakeFun.network. On Make Fun Network, you can participate in the list for Top 5 of Death. You can also talk about some conversation pieces from This Rules This Sucks. You can also check out new episodes uh, and find for Anachronismo there. And everything that we do here over at Make Fun, you can find all there at makefun.network. Also, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, it's at uh, at top five of death. And if you want to write a death on how you died, send that death to top five of death at gmail.com. Always the number five. Bro. Technically, it doesn't matter if you want to or not. You better fucking follow us on, on Instagram and the Twitters and everything. You have to. We need you to. Because if you don't, Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go ahead, bro. All right. So my number one. Shut your bitch ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you heard the woman. I wasn't expecting that one at all. <laughs> all it said was shut B-A. <laughs> I had no idea what it was. Play it again. Uh, sure. Shut your bitch ass up. Damn. Yeah, that girl's been smoking. <laughs> that is horse. Um, some horse? Or that is horse. <laughs> Uh, so my number one is The Undertaker. Oh, dude, I almost put him on my list. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, motherfucker. He's been buried so many times. Yep, and he's the dead man. So he rose at some point, which I don't know when exactly the original dead man, but this motherfucker has returned from the dead so many times, I can't even count it. But the very specific one that I'm thinking of is... From back in In Your House 11, I think it's the I think it's the very first Buried Alive match uh, where he's facing uh, Mankind, and he gets buried, and he he eventually returns back from the dead uh, in 96, I don't know how many months after the Buried Alive match, and this is where he shows up as the Lord of Darkness. Bro, I'm going to play you something. Play me. This, this is where I kind of get weird with the... 
the whole real, not real wrestling thing, where it's like, this is not real. But it was at the time. It's it's such a it's it, they I like the way they blur the line and the fiction nonfiction. It's it's clever. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna play you something. I want, you, I want you to tell me what it's from. When I was sitting in that six by nine cell for the past two thousand four hundred and seventy eight days, I laid awake thinking at night when I got out what I do to the. Who's that? It kind of sounds familiar. Uh, just play it a little bit one more time in the I'll, beginning. I'll play a different one. I've been waiting for this day for a long, long time. It's cutting a promo on you there, Fro. I have no idea who the fuck that is. It's Nails. Oh. <laughs> I put in WWE for the soundboard, and a Nails soundboard came up. Nails? Yeah. Yeah, that didn't sound familiar, actually, now that you say it. that's His voice is wonky. Yeah. Very gurgly. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, The Undertaker, him coming back, uh, that Mankind match, buried alive. Um, I mean, the several casket matches that he's had. Uh, I f- forget exactly who it was. Maybe it was either Yokozuna or Mabel he was facing. I remember he lost it, and the fucking lightning struck the fucking casket. Yeah. And then they show the fucking, on the Titantron, him inside the casket, cutting a promo, and he starts fucking, like, rising from out of the casket, and you see, like, this body over the titantron just kind of disappearing and then he was gone for a little while and then eventually he shows up again i think he starts wearing purple gloves at that time but the undertaker has been resurrected so many times and wrestling's real so this legitimately happened so the guy really died and came back from the dead so many times yes that's sick the coolest time though is when he uh learned how to ride a motorcycle inside his casket and then uh started riding it in the real world when he needed to come back yep yeah number one the undertaker there you go. All right, number one, Matt. My number one is Jason Voorhees. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah, he. Uh, he that's so you. He dies quite a few times, and he always comes back. Uh, ironically enough, from a lightning strike one time. Ah, yeah. Ah, maybe. Maybe the, Jason Voorhees is the Undertaker. Maybe, but uh, yeah, talk about resurrections. Uh, my number one is definitely going to be Jason Voorhees. I mean. He is just such a cool character. He's just coming back, killing people, dying, coming back, killing people, finding a new mask. Loves dying, his mom. Finding a new mask. Loves his mom. Sometimes wears a, wears a leather jacket. It's awesome. Come, comes in the yeah. future and wears a silver mask on a spaceship. I think he wears a leather jacket in uh, Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason rides again. <laughs> Jason buys a Harley. <laughs> <laughs> It could be The Undertaker. <laughs> Maybe. They're all the same. Imagine Jason with the ponytail. <laughs> and the, the mask, but in the back. <laughs> just a dead, like, fucked up ponytail. Uh, it's isn't a hockey mask, though, so you'd picture it'd be more of a mullet than anything. Maybe. Just yeah. got hockey hair. Where is, is Camp Crystal Lake in New York? To New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. I'm going to it. Yeah. On May 17th. Oh, did you pay all that money? Uh, Somebody paid it for me. Are you going to be a camp oh. counselor, or are you... No, I'm just going for like a tour. So then you'll probably live. Uh, Don't have sex. Yeah. What if you jerk off, though? Yeah, that's never been explored. What well, what he would do if I saw Jason, if I just started jerking off in front of him, he'd probably like, just get uncomffortable and leave. <laughs> like, yeah, all right, man. I don't need to kill you. You're already killing your soul. You do you. Yeah. I have some hair on those palms. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I like how you looked at your palms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You're right. Oh my God, there's hair everywhere. Uh, but yeah, my number one, Jason Voorhees. 
Um, I had some other people that I wanted to put on my list, but uh, this, do some honorable mentions. What, do them after. We'll do them after. No, do them now because I definitely don't have any of your honorable mentions as my number one. Yeah, but we, uh, we're gonna go to the fun butts. Okay. Do you guys even want me to talk about my number one? Nope. You can skip right over it. <laughs> yeah, I also didn't put this on here on purpose. Go, go ahead. Hey, for my money. Yeah, we know who it is. Superman's resurrection is the best. <laughs> Gay! <laughs> Perfect time Gay! to use that. Yep. Hit it one more time. Gay! <laughs> you again? <laughs> so this Hey, was... you know what? While you're doing this, I'm gonna go actually go take a piss. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, don't 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 no, 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 it's fine. I've heard this. They've made two movies about it. Three movies that it happens in. Two animated and Justice League, even though Justice League's bad. Uh this was uh they didn't even we didn't know how it was gonna happen. We didn't know if he was gonna come back. It was this big long year long almost storyline with four different Superman and who's gonna be the real Superman and uh you know takes like I mentioned earlier that you know they took years of the the Superman comics going reaching all the way back into the late eighties uh and told an incredible story. The return of Superman is the best. Uh, resurrection. I don't give a shit when anybody says you guys. The crickets are cheering me on. <laughs> That's fine. You invited me. You knew this was going to be my number one. There was no way around it. No, it was a big deal. It was a huge deal. It was a really, really big deal. I remember, like, I didn't buy comic books at the time, uh, but when I heard about this, I was like, I have to go get it. Yeah. I have to go get it. And I didn't, but. I was, Some, somebody got me like a fucking one of the like the um like the tie-ins and they're like here I got it for you I was like thanks my mom so I was ten years old I was in elementary school and my mom brought the issue in to school and and dropped it off so I could read it at recess let's <laughs> just say I had a, I had a lot of friends in elementary school uh, reading comic books at recess reading reading Superman comics and you know the last issue Superman seventy five where he died is all splash panels so it's a really quick read. But man, so anyway, that's that's one number one. Let's go to the fun butts. Go into the f- 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 fun butts. If you want to participate in such a fun time, you can go to top five of death uh, on the Make Fun Network. All right, so we got a few comments here, not a whole bunch. I think it was a, probably a tough uh, a tough list for some. But let's go. We got Mitch Mint number here. Uh, number five. Anytime the Undertaker came back. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, number four. Church. That cute, totally nice kitty from Pet Cemetery. Oh, that's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. Number three, Wesley from The Princess Bride. Number two, Medieval Resurrection. Uh, medieval Resurrection. Uh, I love this game series and bought uh, a PSP just to play this. And uh, number one, Jesus, yo. <laughs> Jesus, yo. Uh, Michael Christopher Pattinson. He's got it backwards. Pattinson. Just so you know, Matt. What? He's got it backwards, just so you know. Him? Oh, he's got it weird. Never mind. <laughs> what the fuck? Does he have that five, four, three, four, no, five? No, he's being <laughs> a shit butt. I appreciate it, though. Uh, <laughs> n- now for serious. Uh, his number five, he has the Undertaker. Number four, uh, Kenny from South Park. Very good. Number th- uh, number C, insert console name here, Classic Edition. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, two, 50% of the Marvel MCU. I know nothing about comics, but I'm assuming this will happen during Endgame somehow. And number one, high-waisted mom jeans. <laughs> They're <laughs> For back. For some reason, this style is back. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not a big fan of that number one. Neither am I. Mm-hmm. I don't like them. I uh I told uh, I told my fiance that and she's like really I was like yeah I really don't oh she pulls them off I don't even know I don't, she doesn't wear them. <laughs> I don't think she really wears them because like she doesn't wear shorts mom well but is that but like mom jeans they just look like shit ass yeah 
Not Coming sure. from the dude who's literally wearing sweatpants. And no shoes. Yeah, but you can't... Yeah, I'm not wearing shoes right now. I hate wearing shoes. Plus, <laughs> I also... What does my sweatpants have to do with my shit-ass high-waisted mom jeans? Jason Lindholm, number five. Warm weather. About damn time winter is over. So sick of the cold. Early summer has arrived. Number four, Walking Dead season nine. The show had been stagnant and boring for a few seasons. This past season saw the departures of Rick and Maggie, among others. And the show actually got better. It's fun to watch again. Number three, Star Wars. The prequels nearly killed the franchise like Anakin did uh, the Jedi <laughs> kids. Episode seven uh, in Rogue One had provided a Lazarus, R- Lazarus, oh God, Lazarus, like revival Can you say to one greatness. Time? You've been podcasting for too long. Lazarus. There we go. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. went from being a has been druggie of the 1980s to a literal superhero today. Number one, the 1990s NWO resurrected Hulk Hogan's career in a way never before seen. Hollywood Hogan was as big as uh, 1980s All American Hogan. Mm. Matt Spur, number five, Kenny South Park, number four, Gene Gray, Marvel Comics, yeah. Number three, Dracula. <laughs> uh, Castlevania, number two, Wolf, Sekiro, Shadows, uh, Die Twice. And number one, Frieza, Dragon Ball Super. Oh, why didn't I put that on my list? Uh, I don't know. You fucked up. Bill Nalen, The Undertaker, Groot, Sandman, Slim Nathan Young, Nathan Young, uh, The Misfits. Nathan Young from The Misfits, that's good. Uh, Sam and Dean Venture Bros. And then he breaks it down further. Oh, he sure did. Oh, my God, Bill. What, do you got time on your hands? Uh, <laughs> number five uh, from Bill Nalen, his, his deeper dive. We don't have many here. We can go through this. Uh, Sam and Dean from Venture Bros. They, <sighs> they get re-uploaded into clone bodies, but it's happened uh, the last 13 times, so it counts. How the fuck did I forget about that? Fuck. Uh, Nathan Young uh, from The Misfits. Everyone else gets useful powers. He just gets uh, Mr. Immortal's power and comes back. When he ha- when he's killed. I appreciate that he watches The Misfits. Number three, uh, Sandman Slim, protagonist from the novel of the same name. Book My cat is in front of my screen. She's looking old marshmallow peeps. Get out of here. <laughs> um, God damn. Na- Sandman Slim, protagonist from the novel of the same name. Book starts with him crawling out of hell to get vengeance on those who sent him to hell. Great read. The Undertaker. You can't kill the dead man. He'll come back two weeks later and tombstone your ass. Everyone loves the Undertaker on this fro. Yeah, man. You might have this. Uh, Groot. This guy had a true resurrection. Self-sacrifice to save all mankind. Came back three days later-ish. Uh, there was a wooden cross. It was just his arms, but still. Was there? I don't remember that. Uh, Groot is best. Uh, wanted to include another book series, but didn't want to post spoilers. Uh, is the cat still in your way? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh Cole Jensen, uh, number five, church from Pet Cemetery. Loves that church. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number four, Barak uh, Dugdarian from Game of Thrones. Uh, number three, Jesus, because you know Jesus. Uh, number two, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. That was on my one of my honorable mentions. Uh, and number one, 90s aesthetic. Uh, aesthetic. Uh, as a Malgoth assumer, uh, based boy, edg- Egyptian pastel and 90s aesthetic is my jam. <laughs> Egyptian? Edge Egyptian. Egyptian. Oh. You know what Fro is? Yes. Could be. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks uh, Thanks so much for, for participating in that. Uh, also, as I mentioned, go do all those fun things. Matt, thanks for being here. Oh, any other honorable mentions? Uh, Lazarus. What else did I have? Captain I, America. Captain America was on there. Uh, but, yeah. I think that was a good one. Um, I didn't really have any extras. I don't know, man. We're lucky you had a list. Oh, I, I had another one. Why is that? Uh, Nightcrawler. 
I didn't know that Nightcrawler died. He died. He literally escaped from hell via his own powers. <laughs> Bamfed out of there. Pretty much, yeah. The rules. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure as always. Yeah, bro. Oh, especially the yeah. kitty. I was going to put Deadpool on my list, but I wasn't yeah. sure if that was... Him and Wolverine are like kind of cheap. Yeah, cards. that's true. No, because Wolverine died and is legitimately back now. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I'm in the middle of that right now. But anyway, thank you so much. And as always, smell you later.